and welcome to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard, along with Tracy Holtzclaw. He is back in full effect to answer all my questions about real estate and real estate investing, about what we've been doing, about how we buy and sell real estate, about how we manage property, about how we borrow money, build houses. We even borrow money from people's retirement accounts. We are here and we are excited about the real estate market right now. We've had tons of stuff going on in the last couple of weeks. We've, I feel like a one-arm paper hanger. What are you talking about, man? I feel like a one-arm, one-armed wallpaper hanger. That's what I feel like. I feel like a one-legged man in a butt-kicking contest. Well, what are you talking about, man? Wasn't a big deal. Just I just feel like we've been busy. Just doing stuff we do. I mean, man. we're buying, we're selling, we're borrowing money. By the way, if you want to lend some money, you can go to jasondillard.com and click on the Lending Opportunities tab and... That's where you can see some lending opportunities. Like now, right right now, we're looking for 100 grand at eight percent on houses that are worth like 160. So if you're wanting to make money with your money, even when your retirement accounts, that's JasonDillard.com, the lending opportunities tab. So what have you been doing? I know you weren't here last time. As little as possible. You weren't here. I don't forgot why you weren't here. My wife had surgery. Oh yeah, you had. And before that, you weren't here because you had to go to some race. Yeah. That you didn't even race. All you did was watch. Watch, but you drove a car with two cars with it to go with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we did that. You had to have two cars. We had to take two cars because they were in the show and shine. We already talked about that. So yeah, that was yeah. two times ago. What you missed last week is we talked about how we manage property for fifty bucks a month and why people could hire us to manage them. I didn't miss anything. I heard you and Scott and call. Why didn't you call? Cause I was busy. But I listened a little bit. What were you doing? I don't even remember now. I think I was going to get breakfast or something for my wife that had surgery. Yeah, I mean, and you're not allowed to have a wife with surgery ever again <laughs> when we're this busy. Is it? Well, we might be this busy for a while. You know, life still goes on. I might, I might just slow down. I'm just, you know, just <laughs> calm down. Here's an idea. Quit for making you. offers on property for a minute. Where were we yesterday? Oh, at the bank. No, we were at the, we were actually at the closing yesterday where everything closed up, and the first thing I said was, "Well, shoot, I got to get out of here. I got to go make some offers." No, but I'm talking about when we were at the bank, and you came in there, and I was working with the banker, and you came in there, and you were all wound up like a rubber band, and I was like, "Just calm down, man. I got this, okay." I mean, I was trying to make the deposits, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was she was like, "I hadn't seen him like that." I said, "Oh yeah, he's he's all worked up." It's been busy and uh, whatever. Just take a deep breath. There you go. I feel better now. Yeah, everything's good. You might, you know, sometimes you got to do it three or four times. Do what? The deep breath. But one's usually enough. Yeah, just chill. Take a chill pill. That's right. Just hang. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah, I heard a I heard a pretty good joke the other day. They said there was this dude walking out of a a, a clock antique clock shop carrying a big grandfather clock. And this drunk comes by and bumps into him and knocks the clock out of his hand and busts it all over the pavement. And the dude with the clock looked at the drunk and said, why don't you watch where you're going? And the drunk looked up and said, why don't you wear a wristwatch like everybody else? <laughs> why don't, aren't the grandmother clocks? Well, there are grandmother clocks. They're smaller than the grandfather clock. I've never heard anybody call them that. And it's grandfather's clock. Is it a grandfather's clock, like apostrophe S, or is it a grandfather's without the S? I've never heard it with the S. Maybe people I've always heard it from just left it off. Grandfather I, clock. No, I think it's grandfather's clock. It may be. It belongs to grandfather, kind of like Reese's. 
don't you think about eating that Reese cup? Because that's racist. It says it right on the on the packaging. It's yeah. not yours. It belongs to Reese. That apostrophe s means possession. Possession. Possession is nine tenths the law. That's right. Now you don't. Have, but now in real estate, you don't have to have possession to have control. That's correct. You control. Can, control. No, you don't. You, nasty. Hey, oh, all you have to do is have it. Man, this. Why are you hitting the table? The table. That sound. That was a weird sound. I'm gonna hit it again to see what happens. Man. <laughs> I didn't Don't do that, notice man. that it did that before. Yeah, My you're goodness. always you're always hitting on the chair. Anyway, so if you have control of the property, then you then you don't have to own it. That's correct. A sales contract is one device that gives you control. You said device or instrument or paper or document or whatever napkin if you're at Hardee's, whatever you want to call it. Email nowadays. Well, you can sign an email, can't you? Well, that's true. Yeah, you can. Digital signatures are are the same as others. So, but. But anyway, you can you can have a sales contract that gives you control of a property, gives you the right to buy it, gives you the right to market it, if you write that in there, gives you the right to assign the contract. You, you could get possession with your sales contract. We've done that before. Yes, you can get possession. I, I have possession of the house now, but I'm going to own it later. Yeah. In the meantime, I've got control of it now, too. You can also get control of property with a uh, an option. Just an option to purchase. Now, real estate agents get control of properties with listing agreements. That's true. So they ha they have the right to to try to sell it for you or rent it for you, and they get a commission if that happens. That's another form of control. What's the other one we're missing out on? What do you mean? Sales contract option. Well, if you own listing it, agreement. Well, own it. we're talking about if you don't own it. How do you control property well, you that lease? you don't own? A lease. A yes. lease gives you possession. It doesn't give you the right to sell it though. No, but you might have a really long lease. And it, sometimes it makes more sense to lease property than it does to buy it because it's less expensive, especially if it's a ex really expensive property. I have a friend of mine that owns a, um, um, a business that does weddings, and he leases a big, this big plantation. And it's way in, less expensive to lease the big plantation to have weddings than it, it is to buy it because it's acres and acres of land, and it's worth millions. But his lease rate is less than what it would cost if he went out to the bank, for example, and borrowed the millions to buy, right. the, buy the property. We think about a lot of your other commercial buildings that are around us everywhere. And most people don't even really know this. You know, you see a CVS or you see a Dollar General or you see a Walgreens or whatever, Walmart. And, you know, nine out of ten times, that business doesn't even own that building. Mm -mm. Somebody else owns the building. Somebody you'll never even hear of. They're, they're a nobody like us. They're just, they're just real estate owners. But that large name business that everybody in the world recognizes is just running their business because it's cheaper for them to lease than to own. Plus they can get out of it. Yeah, when when, when the market's better three blocks down the street or six blocks or whatever, they can just up and move. They don't have to unown the property. Yeah, they, they don't have, own it. They can their lease runs out, they can decide whether or not to renew it or not. And sometimes they move without their lease running out. And they just keep paying on a dark building. Yeah. That never happens with residential. No, if your uh, tenant moves out, they don't keep paying. Yeah, we did. You know, that would be really weird if we had one of our tenants at one of our houses that would move out. Yeah, I moved in. Hey, hey, um, hey, hey, hey Tracy, I'm calling right now to let you know that <laughs> I got to move back in with my mama because, you know, my mama, I need to take care of my mama. I know and I signed I, a 12-month lease and I've only been here two months, but I'm going to keep paying the other 10 months. Yeah, so, so I'm, gonna, I'm just going to send you a payment, every a rent rent check every month for the next 10 months, even though it's not. I'm not living there. Nah, that's okay. That never happens. No. No, that never happens. But it happens a lot in commercial, and yeah. people don't even just, I mean, you don't know it because it's, you know, it's 
private business. You don't well, have to know. But and it's hard to get into commercial in the beginning. Most of the time, when you start out to being a real estate investor, you start out with residential. Well, maybe you start out lending money. Um, and we can talk about that more. We're coming up on the first break of the program. Again, we're looking for lenders, even out of your IRA, that um, will make 8% on their money, fixed 8%. If you want to learn more about how we borrow money, you go to jasondillard.com and click on the Lending Opportunities tab. That's J-A-S-O-N-D-I-L-L-A-R-D.com. Click on the Lending Opportunities. Right now, we have an opportunity for 100000 on a house that's worth 160. Um, to just yesterday, we got a property under contract for 90 that we're going to fix up and sell it for like 200. So there's another $90,000 need that Tracy didn't even know about. No. He, didn't, he didn't even seen the house yet. Probably won't ever see it. May not ever see it. So give us a call at 864-444-7650. If you're interested in becoming one of our lenders, interested in selling a house or interested in us manage your property only 50 bucks a month. When we come back from this break, we're going to talk about how you can get involved as a lender with your retirement account. We'll be right back. Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard, and I buy houses. If you want to sell a house fast, give me a call, 864-444-7650. Maybe you want to sell a house, and you owe almost what it's worth, and you think, I can't buy it. I can. Give me an opportunity to talk to you about how we can maybe buy your house, even though it's you owe close to or almost or more. We bought houses from people that owe more than what it's worth. Again, that number is 864-444-7650. Another thing that we do so that we always have the money to buy houses from people that want to sell, we line up lenders. We line up people that may want to lend us money to buy houses. And it's a safe loan because we only borrow about 70% of what the property's worth or less so 70% of what the property's worth or less is what we borrow from people. And then we pay them a good return on their money. So they're making way more money than they would normally make if their money, for example, is in a CD. And, it, and, it's, and it's a better strategy, in my opinion, than the stock market because the stock market goes up and down. And who knows what you're going to make this year in the stock market compared to next year. Right now, we're offering 8% on $100,000 against houses that are worth one sixty or more. So if you're interested in that, you can uh, go to jasondillard.com, click on the Lending Opportunities tab. So, Tracy, I got a question for you. Why would somebody want to use their retirement account to, to lend us money? What is, what is the benefit of using a retirement account to be a lender on real estate right here in upstate South Carolina? Well, one of the benefits you can get from using your IRA if you lend us the money is a better return than, than what we're hearing people are earning in the stock market. I hope that's the way, the answer you were seeking. <laughs> so we're making a better return. Sorry, I'm playing around with Facebook is it, Live is here. It, is, it, is it a better return than what they're making all the time? Or is it, what, I mean, is it, because you can make a lot of money in the stock market now. Well, not necessarily. I mean, you know, if you look at the historical average of the stock market, you know, there are, there are published numbers and it's in the ballpark of, 
eight, nine, ten percent, I think, maybe. Um, but what we do is a fixed return. It's the same every month, every year, year in and year out. It doesn't go up. It doesn't go down. When we borrow the money, it's a contracted rate of return. Okay, so instead of getting my investment in something that might go up or down, or maybe an annuity that might make zero but not lose, then you can put your money into something that's always going to make 8%. Yeah, I was talking to a guy the other day, and he said, well, you know, I've got some stuff in some uh, T bonds or something. Heck, I'm not even smart enough to talk about that. But he had some stuff in some treasury bonds, I think. And he said he was earning X. And he said, uh, "Can you know, the rates you're telling me, is any better than that? And I said, well, no, not really. So it's hard for me to argue with that. And he said, no, what you're supposed to say is, but yours won't go down. What mine is in can go down. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. So he taught me something. So what people do for us and lend us money is secured by a piece of real estate that's worth considerably more than we're borrowing, first of all, whereas a stock or a T-bond or whatever, however all that a stuff works. A T-bond? Treasury bond. Is that like a bear claw? Is that like the, the <laughs> puts and the calls? Don't get me talking about stocks that I know nothing about. But, you know, if you invest in a stock, it can go down. You know, you can make a lot of money. You can make good returns, but you can also make zero. You can lose Okay, so if I'm out there listening right now and I've got a hundred grand in my retirement account and I've been watching it go up and I think maybe it might go down and it might go up again, how could I get my money into an investment that's going to make a fixed eight percent? How does that work? Is it, isn't that very difficult to do? Let me think. Let me see if I can come up with something. Hold on. Let me rack my mind, my, my brain here. Uh, we have that opportunity right now. We have. Yeah, but it's in my IRA. My my IRA guy said that my IRA is not allowed to to lend money on real estate. Well, your IRA guy's probably right, but let me introduce you to my IRA guy. And actually, not just my IRA guy, but multiple companies in the United States that will allow you to transfer or roll over an existing IRA uh, non-taxable event to a custodian that is equipped to allow you to invest in real estate. you can Your IRA can buy the real estate. What we're talking about is the IRA lending us the money secured by real estate. So the IRA is not going to own it in that case. We're going to own it. But, you know, just an example, you're talking earlier, we need 100000 on a house worth 160. Mm -hmm. So instead of lending us 100000 on something worth 100, we're borrowing money on something that's worth considerably more that the interest is going to, be paid out to you when that sells. So it's going to perform like a CD. You're, we're not going to make a payment, but you're going to earn your interest every month that goes by. So if it's five months, six months, eight months, whatever, we calculate the interest when it's time to sell the house and you and the IRA gets paid back. Yeah, we're going to have to teach Sam how to calculate the interest. Yeah, he's learning, man. He's, he's yeah, a smart Sam, guy. Sam's Tracy's uh, son. He's 22 now? 20? 20, no, just turned 21. Turned 21. So we got to teach him how to do stuff. Hey, we got a crowd on Facebook. Live, we got, a, man. We got a, what you can do is you can what you do is you get the you take the amount and you take the date and then you take and multiply that times eight percent and then you divide that by three hundred sixty five then you count the number of days it's been since you bought it and you're about to sell it and then you multiply that times the number of days and then you come that comes out with how much we owe more than what we you lent me and then that's how much you get back. Yes, yeah, that's, that's how it works. Exactly what you said. And you know, by the way, if you lend us money and your name's Richard, we might actually buy you a donut. We don't just do that for anybody. But if you happen to be named Richard and you lend us money, we'll buy you a donut. You know, I went to the store and a clerk asked me, 
if I needed a receipt for my donut. And I said, no, nah, we don't need to bring ink and paper into this transaction. Yeah, you know, people ask me all the time. When and I don't need to be able to prove I purchased a donut. <laughs> when I'm buying stuff. I mean, Tracy would probably come to me and go, hey, you, you didn't buy that donut. I'm like, no, nah, huh? I, I got, sure did. I got the receipt right here in the file under you, D. You know, what I don't want proof of is in my pocket is where I just ate. Why is that? I just don't want anybody to know. I mean, it's going to be on my bank statement when I finally get it. But, you know, some of these places where I buy stuff, I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't want nobody to know. Well, I need to see it so they don't accidentally add a zero. I always want to see it because, you know, you go buy a pack of crackers in a, in a, in a RC Cola, right? And you and get your statement a month later and it's $27 instead, instead of, of 270 Yeah. But yeah. Hey, we said that at the same time. Jinx. You owe me a, yeah, you owe me a Coke. Hey. Is that what you used to say when you were little? When you said the same thing, you owe me a Coke? No, we punched somebody in the arm, I think. Would you... The, give them a frog, frog their arm. Yeah, and you owe me a coke. I owe you yeah, a that's coke. why I want to see. That's why I want to see the paper. But then after I see the paper, I don't keep the paper. That's not very green. Well, I got I got That's see. not. I'm not very green when it comes to that. But I tell you what, we do do. We take. We do do. Don't say that on the air. We do do. We do do. We carry our boxes that used to be trash and put it out on the road once a week. Now, you know, we do. Do you do that at your house too? Put the trash recycling? out. Yeah, well, I mean, I look in my trash can. There's hardly anything in it. I mean, there's a bag of <laughs> there's no stuff trash. In it. I mean, I push the trash box out, and there's like half. It's only like two, nothing in it. And then I look beside the trash box, and there's a slam full of stuff. I mean, it's just all this bottles and cans and boxes and everything. Well, it, you know, and, it's really and, a good and idea. Guess what? I pay more for that. That's well, because I care. It's because we care about our planet. I care. I think it's like four dollars or something more a month for them to pick up my my recycling because that's a separate recycling pickup person. Hey, y'all want to see how the magic happens in here? That's the magic right over there. That's the man. So, so anyway, hey Angelo, if you're listening right now and you don't know what he's talking about because you're not on Facebook Live, I'm Jason Dillard and I buy houses. I know we talk about a lot of other things, but I actually buy houses. If you want to sell a house quickly, you can give me a call at eight six four 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 four. 7650. Another thing we do is we borrow money from people. We're in, a, in the need. We're in the need for money. We're, all, we're, we're in the need for money. Somebody asked me the other day, said, uh, you said you needed to borrow some money? I said, yeah, we always need to borrow money. You know, you know, Jason, you know me pretty well by now, right? Yeah, I know you kind of. I'm pretty simple, and I compare things to food sometimes. And, you know, McDonald's or Hardee's, whoever sells a lot of cheeseburgers, and eventually the cheeseburger truck gets empty and they need more. Mm-hmm. So we need money all the time because we're always looking for deals. We're always buying stuff. Right. So right now we're looking for a hundred grand on houses worth one sixty. Where you can use even use your IRA to do those loans. We'll explain to you how that works. You can come in our office and sit down and we'll talk to you. We'll just sit there and hang out together. Will we twist their arm? No, we won't twist our arm. Now we're also looking for eighty five grand on a house in Greenville. This is this is over next to County Square, Tracy. It's on a. Uh, uh, it's some kind of banana or something street. Chicola, Chicora. Yeah, I think that's the street it's on. So we need eighty-five grand on that. Eight um, percent on your money. So if you're interested in that, give me a call at eight six four 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 seven six five zero. Don't forget about my website, jasondillard.com. Go on there and click on the lending opportunities tab, and you can click on there and give me your information. So you've never heard of me before until now. Well, now you heard of me, Jason Dillard. Lending Opportunities tab, click on the pictures and everything of the properties that we're borrowing money against. You got a real professional website, it, don't you? Yeah, it's it's a professional. 
are there it, any are there any middle school jokes on there? Do we need to tell them today, or they just let them? Uh, will they be on the website? I don't do middle school jokes. Oh, uh, we do. Uh, too. No, I do have a good joke though. I have a. I just thought of a good one. Okay. I, but, I, but I'm gonna have to tell you when we come back. We're coming up on another break. So okay. Um, now will be a good time to go to my website, jasondiller.com. Check on the lending opportunities or call 864-444-7650. When I come back, well, I'm going to tell a joke. It's going to be good. My arms it's going to be a tired. middle school joke when you come back. I can't wait. All right, man. We'll be right back. Real estate. I'm Jason Dillard. I'm a real estate broker here in the upstate, but I don't put people in the back of my pickup truck and drive them around, especially on a day to have a flat tire. I had a flat tire, man. I don't drive people around with flat tires. I had to get new tires. You know, some tires. So they got you fixed up. up? They, I'm, yeah, they got me fixed up because I got to get new new tires. Are you getting mud and snow? No, I'm just getting the same kind of tires I had. I mean, they, you know, they ask you what kind of tires you want. I'm like, well, the ones I had worked real good until they wore out. They need to be made out of rubber, and they need to be round. That's the kind I want. Yeah. I want it smooth. I want to drive down the highway going smooth. So, anyway, if you want to sell a house fast, you can give me a call at 864-444-7650. We're always looking for houses, even houses that have problems. The problem houses are better houses. You know, an example of a problem house might be a house that has a, a sunroof or a moonroof or a rain roof. You know what kind of house has a rain roof, right? Yeah, it's got a big hole in the shingles and in the plywood, and it allows the rain to come in to the inside. Now, we do like houses with termites. Uh, and now, don't you can call us if you have active termites. You can call us if you have inactive termites. The apartment building, Tracy and I own, we've got some inactive termites. You, yeah. You they, knew about that. Well, they, they ate several years ago and left. Yeah, and Tracy and I went in there and bought the apartment, and I thought everything was fine. We got them killed and everything, but I jumped up and down in the kitchen, and I figured that the termites must have been holding hands because when we tore it open this past week, I mean, there was nothing there. It was just falling apart. Okay. And the termite, I mean, you realize termites can hold hands. That's how they hold everything up. Yeah, we had a, we had a remodel once in Taylor's, that you and I walked in and you took some pictures and, you know, the bathroom looked real normal. And once we closed on it and the demo guy goes in there and takes the bolts out of the to toilet and tries to stand up, he fell through the floor. That's that's because of the pressure per square foot. Into the crawl space. Since you're, a, since you're a guy that likes um, cars. The, no, the termites were holding hands and holding the floor up, right? Yeah, but see, the, the they couldn't hold their hand. They, it was like Red Rover, Red Rover, send the dude that's holding the toilet right over. You know what I mean? Because his feet are only that big. And now all the weight of him and his and the weight of the toilet and the water in the toilet and whatever else might have still been in the toilet. And the pressure, the uh, what is it, the word? Um, that's like walking on a bed of nails. You can walk on a bed of nails. You just can't walk on a nail. The downforce of him pushing down simultaneous to lifting up and exerting energy. The, yeah, and the termites little, couldn't hold on. And, and the little bounce, you know how you, you grab a hold of something real good and bounce a little bit and get 
get a good hold of it. Yeah, it gives you a little boost when you're trying when to fix something. Well, that bounce, that put that pressure on that plywood, and it just, he just, next thing you know, he's sitting in the crawl. He's sitting in a crawl space with a toilet on his lap. But anyway, yeah, what's you want to sell a house quickly, even if you have a toilet on your lap, give me a call at 864-444-7650. Before the break, we promised we would tell a joke. So here, here's my joke. You okay. ready? Y'all, y'all ready um, for this? This doctor, is going to be a good one. Doctor walks in to uh, the patient, and the doctor says, I got, got some uh, bad news. You've either got AIDS or dementia. And the patient says, well, at least I don't have AIDS. <laughs> Did it? y'all get that? That get ain't it? even funny, man. <laughs> yeah, he, he, you know, yeah, that's funny, man. That's... <sighs> Right. You wonder why we tell you middle tell school jokes. Day. You tell a joke then. No, I don't have any Come jokes. Come on, peer pressure. Peer pressure. Think you, you can do it. <sighs> Everybody else is doing it. <laughs> All the cool yeah, kids hey, are doing make, it. It'll make you feel good. It'll I, make you feel good. It'll I, make you cool. I can't come up with a joke on the spot. Oh, hey, you know how... Uh, Chuck, you want to do some Chuck Norris jokes? Yeah, tell me a joke, Chuck Norris joke. Yeah, you know Chuck Norris can slam a revolving door shut. Yeah, well, Chuck Norris went to um, Burger King and ordered a... I mean, he went to McDonald's and ordered a Whopper and got it. Hey, you know, Superman wears Chuck Norris underwear. That's enough Chuck Norris jokes. Let's okay. get back to real estate. So <laughs> yeah. let's talk about this You'd for a minute. you think we wouldn't know what we were talking about, wouldn't let's, you? Let's think about this for a minute. Okay. Okay. So we're out there. We're making offers to buy houses. We're spending money on advertising. We're making our phones ring. We got people in our office taking calls and making appointments. And we're getting people that need to sell their house to call us. And we're kind of like a pawn shop except for houses, because we're getting the house at a discount. Cause it's kind of like when you go in to sell something at a pawn shop, you really don't get full price for it, well, but you get your money real quick. There's a term for that. We're called a for-profit organization. And and then you buy a house or two, and then you look in your bank account, and you go, oops, I can't buy that many houses because we don't have a whole lot of money. You know, don't have a whole lot of extra money around here, so I need some extra money. Yeah, you can only buy so many houses. I don't care how much money you got. So then I said to myself, self, because that's what I talk to myself when I when I when I'm talking when I'm talking to myself. I said, self. What do you call yourself? I said, I said, self. What I need is somebody to lend me some money quickly, and if they're willing to lend me money fast, and they're only going to lend about seventy percent of what the house is worth, I'll pay them a good return. And then I won't have to step in front on the bank. You know, I don't have to go with the bank because you, you, know, you know my, you know what I say about banks. I like going in the bank, but I don't like stepping on the soft, fluffy surface. The soft, fluffy surface when you go off the tile, that's when you're, you know, it takes forever. I mean, truth be known, we have gotten a couple of bank loans recently, and what, not sixty days, ninety days. 120 days, oh, maybe. It takes for stinking ever. And they want to know everything about you. I mean, they, they, they email you for this, email you for that, and then they want to know this and that about you. You send them your tax return, and then they, what about this, and what about that, and what about that lease, and what what did you make on, in grade school, and what's your blood type? I mean, what kind of stuff did they ask us on this last yeah, one? Yeah, they want your mama's social security number. They want your kindergarten, your kinney. You know, is it kindergarten or kindergarten? And you know what else they want? What? A down payment. Yeah, they want you to have skin in the game. You know, they want you to make a down payment, which takes money if you're going to... How can you buy like 10 or 50, 15 houses and make a down payment on all, all of them? No, we don't do stuff like that. I mean, you might be able to buy five or 10 houses and make a down payment on all of them. But if but if I don't have to make a down payment on all of them and I'm getting them at a really good price, I can make a down payment on none of them. 
and buy like 15, 20 of them. Or no, wait a minute. If I don't have to make a down payment on all, none of them, I can buy like 25 or 30 of them. No, no, wait a minute. I can buy as many as I can find. You're not limited by how many except for what is available and out there for so, sale. So why don't I leave my cash in the bank in case something goes wrong on one of the 20 so that I can handle it and then borrow the money to buy and fix up the ones that I buy. And I do a ton of them. Because, you know, if you do more, the ones that you don't do as well on make up for the ones that, what I said, that backers. Is it the chunk? No, no, not the chunk. Of- I messed up. The ones you do really well on make up for the ones you don't do so well on. Yeah, because here we got some top secret insider information for our listening audience and our watching audience. What is it? We, we, we sell houses every now and then that we don't make any money on. Not real proud of it, but guess what? It's real life and it happens. And you know what happens to our lender? We call them and say, hey, Mr. Lender, um, remember that 8% we promised you would get? Um, since we're not making any money. Can you not make any with us? You, we, you mind taking a loss too? We, do we do that? Negative. No, no, we don't do that. We they, just pay the lender what we owe them. If we have to write a check at a closing, we pay the lender what we owe them. It's, I like the closings where we leave with big old checks. What's nice is when you go to the closing and you leave with a check when you're buying to, to do the work on the house. And then you go to another closing and you leave with a check that's the profit after you've paid your lender back with all its money. So some people ask, well, how does it work? How do we? How does the lender know that they're going to get their money back? How, how do they, And how do they know for sure that it's all done above board? Well, there's multiple ways, actually. How's that? And do we have time to go start? We've start got about, about three minutes. Okay, the so break. there's multiple ways. Well, you know, the, the most common customary way is that your borrower has a proven track record of borrowing money from different people and paying them off. That's the traditional lending world. It's called credit. It's called a credit score. You know, a banker can look at your credit score and your income and go, oh, you know, he's paid everybody else they've ever borrowed money from. The odds of them paying us back are pretty high. And they have an income to support whatever they're borrowing from us. But another way, and the way we do it, is the credit score is irrelevant. You can have a, are you trying to hide over there? No, I just had to lean back a little bit. Oh, okay. The credit score is is not in the equation. Not that they need a good credit score or not, but the property and the value of the property and the amount that you're lending against the property is what drives our transactions. So, you know, we use typically a 70% rule. If it's worth 100 after we buy it and fix it or build it, whatever we're doing, we want to borrow no more than 70% of that. That makes it safe for the lender it leaves us an opportunity for paying the lender's interest, commissions, other carrying costs. And guess what's most important to us? A profit. So we can feed ourselves and our staff and pay our bills. So if you're out there listening and you're going, I don't get it. I don't understand how they can find houses and buy them and fix them and only have 70% of what in it, what it's worth. I don't understand that. I don't understand how... They say that I can use my IRA to lend money when my stockbroker told me I couldn't use my IRA. All you got to do is call us. Just give us a call at 864-444-7650. Come in our office, sit down, talk to us. Go to my website, jasondillard.com. Click on the Lending Opportunities tab and learn more. We'll teach I mean, you there's something. a lender tab, too, that explains how we lend money. Then the Opportunities tab are the opportunities for the lenders. So we'll show you. Well, and Another thing that we do that's weird, I guess, is we just hang out and show people what we're, we're kind of transparent. We'll go eat lunch. You know, we got to eat. 
that's important. Eating is important. So coming up on the last break of the program, now be a good time to go to the website right now and save it in your device, jasondillard.com. Don't forget about the lending opportunities tab. Um, when we come back from this break, we're going to talk more to Tracy about donuts. So hang on through the break. Donuts when we return. We'll be right back. If you're behind on payments and need a little cash, you can call Jason Dillard if you need to sell fast. Call 444-7650. Call 444-7650. If you're tired of tenants, toilets, and trash, you can call Jason Dillard if you need a little cash. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard, and I buy houses, and uh, that was the jangle. That was the jangle. If you're tired of tenants, toilets, and trash, just call me if you need a little cash. Again, that number is 864-444-7650. We're always looking for houses. We're always looking for houses, man. I woke up this morning, and you know what I thought? I need more houses. Really? I bumped into Cameron, and I'm like, hey, Cameron, what do you know we need to do? Buy more houses. You know, I'm always thinking about I need to buy more houses. I got to have more houses. I just got stuff. I got to have I'm a wildebeest. Yeah, I'm like the, um, what's the dude's name on a... Uh, Timon. M- not Mufasa. Oh, Mufasa. Uh, what's Timon? It's Timon and Pumbaa. Sim- Sim- Simba. Simba. And then the bad guy, the bad guy's name that was the... the um, Scar. 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 Yeah, Scar. I just got stuff. I just got stuff. I just got to have a wildebeest. Ooh, the little creamfield kind. Oh yeah. You remember just the got to have a wildebeest. <laughs> the creamfield kind, yeah. You, you remember the about... bug? The bug in the log? Yeah. He reached in there and he gave it a little squishy squish. Uh-huh. Ooh, the little creamfield kind. Yeah, the grubs. Yeah, that's what they were. Grubs. The grubs. Yeah. Okay. So. Anyway, so if you just tuned in and you wonder what we're talking about, we're talking about how we buy houses and how we borrow money and how we're always looking for more property. If you've got an investment property that you can't sell, or you've got an investment property that you could sell, but if you sold it, you'd have a big tax consequence. You know, there's one thing I don't like about taxes. You know what I don't like about taxes? I don't like paying them. Paying them. And we are blessed enough to own enough property that we have a lot of write-offs and we have a tax return that looks good the last couple of years because we have a lot of write-offs, but maybe there's somebody out there listening that if they sell a house or especially investment property they've had for a long time, they might have a big tax consequence. You know what a tax consequence is? Didn't you have a girlfriend from Texas once? I did. I mean, when I was at Clemson, I had a girlfriend from Texas. Yeah, a tax consequence is when you're about to give the IRS a whole lot of money. Right, and, you, and sometimes, depending on what you owe and how long you've owned the property, you might have to give the IRS more money than you're getting at a closing. So what do you do? Uh, you better get it from somewhere. Well, or you might better or, not sell, or you might exchange. There's things that you can do to make your tax consequences go away. And not a whole lot of real estate brokers really specialize in, especially residential brokers, specialize in helping someone with an investment property not pay taxes when they sell. And that's one of the things you do. You know, if you're a residential real estate agent and you're listening, uh, you know, or watching, whatever, on Facebook Live, we're playing around here. Um, 
you don't really need to know. I mean, truthfully, you know, why does the why does the podiatrist need to know anything about brain surgery? Doesn't really need to, right? So if you're the if you're the real estate agent that's got the traditional listings or buyer clients, this stuff that you're doing now, Jason, right, it's, it's up there, right. And and if you're only buying and selling the house you've lived in, then you're not going to have a tax consequence unless you have a really expensive house anyway as long as you've lived in it two out of the last five years. So it doesn't matter. But what if you've got a $10 million building that you paid $2 million for 30 years ago and you're about to sell it because you need the cash for something else? You're going to give away a lot of your money. But there are ways to get around that. So if you know anybody or you are somebody that needs to sell or wants to sell uh, some type of investment property and they want to get it sold in a way that they can lower their tax burden. Um, give me an opportunity to help you, help them or help you. Again, my phone number is 864-444-7650. Um, one example that we have that is a transaction that Tracy and I just completed. We bought a office building from a guy and he was wanted to sell it and we wanted to, wanted to buy it, but he was going to have to pay a big tax because um, he built it himself and he didn't have that much in it compared to what we were willing to pay for it. So I asked him, I said, well, what are you going to do with the money? And he said, well, I'm going to have to invest it in something. So I said, well, I'll just give you some houses and that'll be my down payment. And you can, I'll go to the bank and borrow the rest. And then you can um, not pay as much in taxes. So of course he ran that by CPA because we're not, we're not special at anything, really. We're not. We're not. We're not. My mama says I'm special. I'm not very, very special. Not very, very. We can tell you what we've learned, and we can tell you what we believe this uh, concept will do for you. But it's like you said, you know, we're not that professional. The tax, as far as the tax, but I kind of know. We're not that kind of professional. We're so not he, that professional either. So he, he went back to his CPA and said, if I sell my building and I take this much at, in houses as instead of the. Um, in cash, how much will my tax be? And then if I take this much in, in all cash, how much will my tax be? And he called me back and said, dude, I'm not going to have hardly any tax if I take the houses. And I said, well, let's do it. He's like, let's do it. So we went, we gave him houses and he took the houses. Now he owns the houses that we manage for 50 bucks a month, by the way. If you want a, uh, somebody to manage your property for only 50 bucks a month, you can go to our website, flexibleseller.com or Call me at 864-444-7650. So we got to stay in and manage the houses for him. But now he gets the income off the houses and he didn't have to pay as much in capital gains because he went from something worth a million bucks or so down to something worth 300 instead of going all the way to cash. Does that make sense? Well, all I could hear was the cash part. And, you know, it took me a long time to realize this. And cash is really cool. You know, you can do a lot with cash. Um, you know, cash it and everything, but it's like you and I've talked about, you know, my preacher says it, somebody else, you know, you know, says it, it, it's not everything, but it's right up there with oxygen. It comes in handy when you need it. It does come in handy when you need it. That's right. So, you know, but in real estate, I mean, if you've got your, your living expenses and your income and you're, you know, you're blowing money, whatever you want to do, you know, covered and you're buying and selling, you're doing real estate deals and there's extra, well, most real estate investors really don't want to go to cash. Nobody wants cash. No, because if you got cash, then what? You, you got to buy something with it. It's sitting in your bank account making zero. I mean, it may be 
the government's going to take it if it goes into your bank account. It's going to take a lot of it if it goes into your bank account. But yeah, that's a good point, Tracy. If you're a real estate investor and you can buy enough stuff over a long period of time and now you've got enough cash flow to pay your living expenses. Okay, so you wake up one day and I can make it without doing hardly any more work. As far, I got to manage what I own. I got to take care of it. But now I can kind of pay my bills. And all of a sudden, we sell something and there's a big check at the closing that we can go pick up. We're going, wait a minute. I've already kind of got my bills covered. If I leave that closing with that big check, the government's going to take about 22% of it, depending on the situation and everything. Right. So I can take my 10 grand and it's going to turn into eight grand, or I can take my whole 10 grand and buy something else with it. Reinvest it. Exactly. And that's called a 1031 tax deferred exchange when you do it that way. And guess what? We didn't make that up. 1031 is actually the IRS number, the IRS code that describes the transaction to allow you to move into the next deal without paying the tax. Now, there's another type of exchange. It's called a simultaneous exchange. Which is what we did on the transaction you were talking about earlier. If you Mm -hmm. do it in the same day at the same law firm, typically. You don't even have to do it the same law firm. You just got to have it done on the same day in the same month. The money can't come to you and then go to the other attorney. That's right. Logistically, it makes sense for it to happen at the same attorney, but it it doesn't have to. But like you said, as long as it happens on the same day and you didn't take any money, you can trade your property for other property, just like kids trading baseball cards. Mm -hmm. That's really all it is. Mm -hmm. So you trade your property for another property and don't pay a tax on it. So your basis moves with you. So if, like these houses that we have that we traded into the other property, if we, um, let's say our basis was a hundred grand, well, that goes with us into the next property, but we may have traded 200 grand worth of, worth of houses into it. Mm-hmm. So if we had sold the property for 200 and then went and used that as a down payment, well, we'd have had to pay a bunch of tax on that money. But instead, we we didn't have to pay any any capital gains on what we sold our houses for. Now, don't get us wrong. We pay a lot of tax. Don't want any of this to sound like this is tax evasion or ta- anything crazy like that. This is, you know, we pay tons of tax. We in, pay a lot of, we tell payroll tax, we pay a lot of income. Well, we pay some income tax, but we, yeah. I tell you, we pay some property tax. A lot of property taxes, but, you know, these things we're talking about, you know, we didn't make anything up that we do. I mean, these things were, you know, already existed in the real estate environment and in our tax code. You know, we're not a political show. We don't get on a soapbox about, you know, taxes. If you want me to start, I will. But, you know, they are what they are and they already exist. So I'm just going to use them, right? So the tax code allows us to defer, you know, by trading into, I mean, there's two things that are inevitable in life, right? Mm-hmm. Taxes one, and death. You ain't going to get out of either one of them. Yeah, one out eventually. of one. Yeah. One, one out of one. So if you're out there and you're going, I don't understand what they're talking about, but I may be in a situation with what I own or what I what I inherited that's going to cause an issue with tax-wise, well, give me an opportunity to help you with that. Again, my phone number is 864-444-7650. If you just tuned in, mention it again. We're looking for $100,000 on houses worth one hundred sixty at 8%. Um, we also have another opportunity coming up that I just realized um, if you want to make 12% on your money, it's not on the website yet, but we're looking for 12% in $200,000 chunks on some land that we're about to close on. So if you want to help us with some uh, a subdivision we're developing, 12% on 200 grand. Um, 
just give me a call at 864-444-7650. That's 864-444-7650. Or go to jasondiller.com. Click on the Lending Opportunities tab. Don't forget that we manage property for only 50 bucks a month. If you're out there and you're dealing with the tenants all the time and you're tired of being a landlord, well, let us be your property management company. We can show you how you will make more money by doing nothing and letting us manage your property for only 50 bucks a month. We do something really unique. If you're curious about how that works, you can go to the website, flexibleseller.com. That's flexible like a bidney straw, flexibleseller.com. Um, Tracy, appreciate you being back, man. I, I know it's weird for you to be here since you've been gone so much, but I'm, I appreciate you being here. I think the show goes well with you. Glad to be here, man. Yes, just remember, we buy houses. Um, we're needing money, and we manage property. That's that's all you got to do is remember that. JasonDiller.com. 444-7650. And remember, the biggest reason for failure isn't lack of knowledge or ability. It's in action. If you aim at nothing, you will hit it every single time. <laughs>